Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for working mums. Here you can find the tools and inspiration you need to overcome the constant juggle and live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in your everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself, and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? I hope you have had a wonderful weekend and are here cruising into Monday with me. Um, Thank you very much for joining us, whether you are a returning listener or whether this is your first episode, a very, very warm welcome in either case. I am joining you again from Belfast this week where I am loving life in Nornarn. And yeah, it's funny because when I come back here, I stay in my parents' house in the room that I had when I was a teenager. And, you know, of course, you it gets you like remembering all those the the like little moments and events and things that you'd you'd forgotten about. And for me, it's been really cool to reconnect with the the feelings that I had as a teenager where you know, I believed that I could literally do anything. Um, and how that was really cemented for me was when I was 16, I went on a school's expedition to India with uh, another amazing group of girls from my school. And we had an adult um, uh, like supervisor, I guess, with us, but he was he was pretty chilled and pretty pretty laid back and in a very responsible way, like let us get on with it. So it felt like we had a really good sense of um, responsibility and freedom. And yet, yeah, when I came back from that, I like my mind was blown about what was possible, and I distinctly remember a conversation with my dad where I told him that, you know, I knew that anything was possible because there is always a solution and there's always a workaround. Um, and it's that feeling that has been really revived in me that this last while, like very, very much so since I've started my, my coaching business. And it just feels amazing like it feels wonderful fabulous incredible all these I'm struggling to think of enough adjectives to describe how like amazing and yeah wonderful it really really feels because like I truly believe it I really think that for me and for you too anything is possible but we need to first choose it and then we need to call out all of the stories we put in our own way and all of the the stories that society puts in our way as well. And I very much acknowledge that as I speak, um, and even as I relay that story about being able to travel to India when I was that age, you know, I come with a lot of privilege here and um I I know that I always don't I don't always recognise like the full extent of that and just how much it has helped me. So, um, yeah, on today's episode, then I, I want to talk about something that's, that has is sort of linked to this in some ways about what to do when you only know what you don't want. And um, so, you know, you have this nagging feeling of wanting more, but you, 
you can't really say what more actually means. All you're clear about at the minute is, is what you don't want. So what I'm going to do is describe how it feels. I'm going to talk a bit about why I think it happens. And then lastly, I'm going to wrap up with a really like simple, straightforward takeaway um, about what you can do about it. So I shall tell you how it feels because um, I have been there several times, in fact. So, you know, I went from those days of being a, a teenager, thinking that anything was possible, having this like real drive, motivation, determination, enthusiasm, passion. Um, but at that time, I wasn't really clear as to like where I wanted to focus that. Um, and over time, then I worked really hard and um, did all the things that I thought um, would bring me this, you know, success, stroke happiness, stroke fulfillment, stroke purpose. And um, yeah, it just never really felt like that. Like I could never really um, feel contented or satisfied, I would say. So yeah, this feeling of of only knowing what I I didn't want, um, like reappeared on and off for a very very long time, and sometimes it would go away, and um, I would get super engaged in work, or I would start up a new hobby or a new business idea, and like throw myself into that, or. Um, my husband and I had some amazing adventures, so we would get like really into training for an upcoming climbing trip together, for example. Um, but as I say, this feeling then in between those times, this feeling kept like re-emerging. And it was then really when I became a mum that it came back with a vengeance. And I know I've shared some of that story here before. But I think that that was the first time when it really felt so strong that I just like couldn't bury it anymore. And when I think about how to describe the actual experience, I guess I'd gotten to a point in my life where I had all the things that I'd ever like tangibly wanted, you know, all the the real like goals that I'd set for myself. Um, and I felt incredibly, incredibly grateful for them. But there was also this nagging feeling that something was missing. And I think an analogy to it might be like a jigsaw. We had lost a whole load of the pieces, like some of the key pieces, but you didn't really have any idea where they they are. So you know, you tried looking in the box and they're not there. You've looked under the settee and they're not there. You looked to see if somebody had accidentally chucked them in the bin, but they're not there. So, you know, I tried looking in all these places, but to no avail. And if you can relate to this, then I guess you may feel stuck. You may feel trapped um, or you may feel a little bit hemmed in, but you can't actually articulate to anybody never mind yourself what the problem actually is because you can't identify anything specific in your life that's wrong as such um and you almost don't even want to try you just know that um you want something different even if you've got no idea what that something is for now so why does this happen <laughs> Well, 
I would say from my experience, I think there are two reasons. And I think the first of those is that we just lose touch with ourselves and what we truly want and desire. So we're taught from a very young age to strive for the like the societal message of success, which you know, very typically um, is a high paying job, a big house, a happy family with the 2.4 kids and maybe a dog chucked in there as well. And then we're taught all the skills that enable us to get there. And, you know, like most of us are very driven people who will, will work and work to get like some or all of those. But what we're not taught at the same time is like how to tune into our bodies and like our own mind and our own like inner wisdom, if you like, um, and listen to that and you know, figure out the things that we really want and then how to turn those things into our own version of success. So, yeah, we lose touch with the skills that we have to figure out what it is that we really want. So, you know, back to those like teenage days that I was I was talking about um, earlier, where you were able to just like have an idea about something and follow it with no like fear or care about what might go wrong. So I think that's the first one. And then I think the second reason why this happens is it's like slightly more involved or cunning, if you like. Um, it comes from a good place, but um, it's not always helpful for us. So maybe you you do know, you, like you really do know what you want in terms of you can you can admit that to yourself on some level, but you know, you would never say it out loud. But your brain is trying to protect you and it's keeping it like buried way down deep inside you. And so you th- you begin to think that the options that you consider like aren't even worth pursuing, talking about, like, you know, fully admitting to yourself because maybe in order to, to have that thing, you know, that job, for example, you would need to have like another qualification which would um you know involve going right back to the 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 start of your your education or you would need lots more money than you currently have or you would need to move to a different country to be able to do that thing or you would have to turn your entire family upside down so we put all these like obstacles and barriers in our own way because the thing that we want to do like is scary. It's it's a scary thing to do. It's change. It's putting ourselves out there. It is potentially having to learn something new. And our, you know, our brain is wired to protect us from these things. So it will try its utmost to prevent, prevent us from like harming ourselves in some way, i.e. like run the risk of being embarrassed or run the risk of not appearing like clever enough you know all these things that it's telling us that won't be based on fact but it's a perceived reality so um yeah if you if you know that you want to change and you don't know where to start like have a think about which one of these two categories you might you might think that you you fall into I'd be really intrigued to know what you think there So what can you do about it then? Um, 
And I would say that that getting over, getting through this, I should say, is a very central theme to like lots of different aspects of my coaching. So I do have lots of different tools to, to deal with it. But if I was to choose just one, then I would recommend starting really simple. And uh, a really like great exercise that I use, I've used myself several times is take a, a big piece of paper, I would say A4 or bigger, and spend 10 to 50, 15 minutes just brainstorming all the things that you're interested in 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 some way they don't have to be joined up or related in any way just the things that um like pique your curiosity that you're passionate about that you have a big interest in that you have a really strong passion for anything that you that comes to mind really and then spend an like a shorter amount of time so maybe five to ten minutes this time choosing ones that you just like instinctively feel excited to do something about so ones that you know um that your eyes drawn to really and identify the tiniest little step that feels like so fun that it's a real treat to do and then just go and do it so it should be something really minor something very very doable um so for example, for me, you know, I love the outdoors and I love nature and at times my life has maybe felt a little bit more disconnected with that. So I could write that down um, in my, my brainstorming and I could, as my action, I could decide that I'm going to go out into my back garden and take my socks and shoes off and walk around in the grass. You know, it's super, super simple and but feels a bit novel and fun and um yeah a little bit a bit different so just get in the habit of then going back to that page and trying out these little tiny like small scale experiments on a repeated basis and what you'll find is that you're then starting to build up a bit of a catalog of things that you like and enjoy and the things that really do spark your interest and make you want to do more and you'll also find out, you know, some of the things that you're, you you don't enjoy quite as much or weren't quite as you thought as you thought they were. Um, and yeah, keep doing it. And over time, then, as I say, it builds up this catalogue and you'll start to get back in touch with that, like, you know, your your true wishes and desires. But you'll also learn that you can do these like fun little experiments um, like we used to do when we were kids. So what have we looked at today? We've talked about, um, you know, not only knowing what you don't want, that feeling like there's some there's some of the jigsaw missing, but you don't even know where to look to find the missing pieces. We've talked about why it happens. So, you know, either we've we've lost touch with ourselves and our own desires or we're putting lots of obstacles in the way. Um, and then we've also finished off with this super simple, easy to implement idea for starting to do something about it. So please do tag me on Instagram at Debbie Leco. Let me know what your key takeaway has been from the episode today. And um, yeah, I would love to know what you think and whether this this feeling that I've been describing is something that you can relate to at all. So have a fabulous week and I'll look forward to speaking to you again next Monday. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. 
If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can help spread the word to all the other working mums out there looking for more balance in their everyday. If you'd like to hear more, you can find me on Instagram at DebbieLeeCo or on my website at debbielee.co.uk where you can download your free kickstart guide to finding your balance as a working parent. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.